Welcome to the Build Your Coaching Business Podcast. We'll talk about how to start, grow, and enjoy your coaching business. Plus, we'll dig into the failures and lessons we've learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hello there. Welcome back. In today's episode, we're talking about the big picture structure of running a coaching business. And the reason that this is valuable to visualize is because when you can't see the structure and bones of your business, it's easy to get lost in the detail. It's easy to get lost in, you know, someone said you need to build an audience. Someone said you need to sell better, right? Like all these problems you're like, yeah, I think I have that one too. (laughs) It's easy to get lost in all of those details rather than seeing your business in a structured way which then helps you know where to problem solve when it's time. Because ultimately, right, like every coach I've worked with has the question, how do I know what I'm really struggling with? How do I really know why I'm not getting the results I want? Because we know that marketing is designed to sell us a solution. And so it's difficult when you're running a coaching business and you're like, well, I know I'm not getting the results I want. And This coach who sells or this person who sells a consult process, like they're going to tell me the reason I'm not getting the results I want is because I'm not closing enough people and I'm not enticing them. This person who sells using Instagram, though, they're going to tell me the reason that I'm not getting the results I want is because I'm not using Instagram well and I don't have my messaging and like they're going to help me. Right. All these people are going to sell you the solutions But it's your job as the person running your business to know, here's where my problem is, or here's where my growth opportunity is, and here's where I don't even need to worry. So that's what we're going to look at in today's episode. Ultimately, everything I tell you in today's episode is what I have built and designed for coaches to help them structure and run their business. It's called an unconventional business school. It's my lifetime access program that I've made just for coaches so they know how to set up a business that gives them data and feedback and then how to run it all the time, right? How to run their business and adjust into the results they want. So everything I talk about today is actually how I've structured an unconventional business school to help you. But whether you decide to join or not, this episode will help you create a mental image of the bones of a coaching business so that you can plug in your pieces and have an an idea, a visual of what to change and where to focus. So when I think about a coaching business, I think about it in two parts. The first part is setting up your business. There are three pieces to setting up your business. And then the second part is running your business. Because just think about this, right? Once you set your business up, The only thing you're doing is running it. That sounds really simple, right? Because it is. (laughs) And then our brain gets involved and overcomplicates it. And so, you know, part of running our business is managing our mind as well. So there's three pieces to both parts. So we're going to start with setting your business up. Now, let me just preface this with, of course, you can do this in so many ways. But I'm going to suggest a way that has you with an offer you love, that you feel confident selling, that you talk about and promote in a way that gives you data so you actually know if it's working, 
And that has you decide the pieces ahead of time so that rather than this spaghetti against the wall idea, you know, these are the pieces that I chose and I just need to get better using them. So when we think about setting up a business, there are three parts. The first part is your offer. Your offer is the foundation of your business. Now, what does an offer actually mean? Your offer is what you sell, but your offer is who you help, right? It's the result you help them get, your niche. In episode 38, I think we talked about a niche, how you can be vague with one part and specific with the other part. You just need to be specific with one of them. And the reasoning for that is so you know where to find them and what to talk about. So your offer includes your niche, who you help and with what. It includes doing market research to make sure you're actually selling what someone wants to buy and not just what you want to sell. It includes developing a process either or both for you as the coach to guide them through or, and could be both, a process for them to use to get the result. Now, general life coaches, they don't need to give their client a process. They just need to have something that they follow. And like not just general coaches, but a lot of coaches that can work. But there are more specific coaches like a health coach where they might want to give their client a process. They want to tell their client, you need to do this so that you can get the result. And then I support you in doing that, right? So when you build your offer, you build that process and that guides you, right? Like so often people just choose a result and then it's it's left open-ended. And so their brain doesn't feel confident delivering it because it has all of these uncertainties. Can I really deliver it? Is it like specific enough? Is it um, is it too big? Like all those things. And so when you choose a process, it has you then start to really question, what can I deliver? As a part of your offer, it includes the length of time you work with a client. And this isn't, I mean, you can just choose a number, but I like to think of this as like, you really want to test your brain to say what result and what time frame can I really deliver this in? And when you start playing with that, there's only two ways that you're going to choose a, a length of time. One of them is going to be so that your client gets the whole result. Like there's a one very clear deliverable you can give them in that number of weeks, or They can make a measurable like piece of progress towards the bigger result they want. And you've just chosen to break it up into these segments. So you're going to choose a length of time that both you like and that serves your clients in getting the result. And when you choose a length of time, I think I said this, but it's like it pushes your mind to problem solve. What do I need to cover week to week? How do I make this possible and inevitable for them? And when we have a longer length of time or when we don't even question it, we don't put our brain through that thinking process. And every bit of time you spend thinking about your offer, thinking about what you sell and why you chose those pieces, that is what helps you sell it later. Because ultimately the number one key to like, how do you sell effectively and like without being, um, like, 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 uh, oh, what's it called? Like when you get a bunch of no's, you get worn down, like how you don't get worn down, even when you don't get the results you want is you remember why you love your offer. You remember how good your offer is. 
and it like re-motivates you to keep going. And then there's the other two parts of your offer are the price you choose. And inside of an unconventional business school, I actually teach you three different methods for um, choosing a price. That way you can choose the one that gets you started right away. And then the last piece is choosing the type of call you offer, right? Sometimes it's a consult, but sometimes it's a coaching call, but you pick that. And that's actually one of your selling methods. So all of these decisions and thinking and um, planning, that's your offer. It's what you sell. It's the foundation of your business. It directs your content, right? It cl- like it, t- everything, every like when people talk about, I want to clarify my messaging, I want to like be really targeted in how I speak to my people. That happens in your offer. Your offer tells you who you talk to and about what. What kind of stories do I tell? What kind of problems do they have? All of that is worked out in your offer. So that's one piece of setting up your business. The next piece of setting up your business is building another selling method. So selling methods is something we'll talk about in another call, but a call, another episode. But basically it's just how do I sell? Where do I sell? What does that look like, right? It's a piece of the puzzle that you decide so that you can get better. And the simplest ones that most people are going to do is they're going to do a consult call, right? Or a coaching call, one of the two. They're going to sell the consult via email, right? To people who are on their mailing list. And another option is to have an automated sales funnel. Now, this is the second piece of setting up your business because it allows you to gather data. And for me, the way I grew my business was I, um, (laughs) I showed up on social media and I, I mean, I still grew my mailing list, but I never used it for data. I never used it as a measurement of whether things were working. I just coached my mind and believed it was working without any feedback. What's pretty much no feedback. And I just don't know that that is the most effective thing for everyone right? You can do it. It works. You can still build a multiple six-figure business year after year. But when you have data, that is going to be what gives you the most direct feedback and which actually protects you from all the mind drama that's possible. Because when I see people who don't have data, what they begin thinking is they begin hating on their business, first of all, They have all these negative thoughts about it. They're thinking they're not doing enough. They're thinking everything they're doing isn't working. They're kind of exhausted from all the things they're trying because there's no method to their madness. They like hyper-focused on their copywriting or like being better at selling or marketing instead of looking at the data and letting the data tell them, here's where I need to make an adjustment. And so while both work, There is so much value to giving yourself data so that you don't have to manage your mind as much. So when you build an automated funnel, right, setting up your business, you're going to build and it's so simple. You guys, of course, you can do it in a complicated way, but I am never going to help you with that. (laughs) Hopefully I won't overcomplicate it. But your automated funnel, you're going to build a freebie. And the point of your freebie is to create desire for your paid offer. Think about this. If you build two things, right, one of them is your paid offer and the other one is your freebie and your freebies job is to build desire in your person for that bigger offer. Now, 
When you go out and market, the only thing you talk about is your freebie. You sell something that people just have to exchange an email address for. So the barrier of entry is very low. Whereas if you're selling a consult, it's just higher, right? They like most people are going to be more willing, a higher percentage of your people are going to be willing to give you their email address than they would book a consult with you. And so when you think about gathering data and figuring out what works, right? Is it working to be on TikTok? Is it working to be on Instagram? Like where are my actually with people rather than just knowing they're there, but not knowing if I'm actually talking to them effectively, When you sell your freebie, it allows you to gather data about what's working. So you're going to build a freebie that creates desire for your offer. And then you're going to write a series of emails, right? That's all a funnel is, you guys. It's a freebie and it's a series of emails. And those emails have a purpose, right? It's to support the freebie and also to like speak to your person so they know you're actually talking to them. And then in those emails, you also create desire for your paid offer. And you're going to make an offer to come and book a call with you. And what's great about this is that you can then start to focus on the numbers. Like how many people have gone through my funnel and how many people have to go through before someone books a call with me? Because when you invite people to book a call via social media or in your emails, you don't really get the feedback of like, is it effective? But when you put it in your funnel, you get to measure like, oh, a hundred people saw this and none of them book a call, (laughs) right? Then you're like, okay, either the wrong people are coming into my funnel, which you can problem solve for, or like the way I'm saying it isn't enticing them. And so it's like an either or, or like here are the possible like reasons this isn't working and you problem solve for those rather than, right, what's the alternative? The brain comes up with all the reasons why everything is awful and nothing works, right? Very broad generalizations. But the brain, when we're in drama, loves to do that. So you build an automated funnel. It's very simple. It's your freebie. It's a series of emails and it's the tech you use to tie it all together. I actually walk you through this in an unconventional business school. And then the last piece of setting up your business is you just like get clear about what are the pieces of it, right? You know, you're selling your offer. Then we're like, okay, what are my selling methods? And in this case, right, what I help you set up in an unconventional business school, you're, you're basically going to have three at first. You're going to sell a consult to your email list. You're going to, um, what were they again? Oh, your automated funnel. (laughs) That's one of your selling methods. And then the third selling method is, um, what was the third selling method? I don't know. Maybe those are the only two, right? You have a console. Oh, the console is one, right? So just a console in general and then using your email list to sell the console and then using your automated funnel to sell the consult. And so it becomes very simple, right? Like you're like, okay, I'm going to use my funnel to book consults and I'm going to use everything else to build, like send people over to my funnel. And then once they're on my list, I'm going to invite them to book a call. Those are the only three things. And you want to master and gather data from those because then when you're like, okay, that's my selling structure. Now you decide how do I build an audience? How do I get in front of and with my people in order to invite them into my funnel? And that becomes the only two things you're looking at. 
how do I get in front of enough people? How do I get in front of more of my people to send them to my funnel? And then once they're in your funnel, you get to start problem solving for that. But often when you don't have this data, right, I see coaches and they agonize over how they write the email, how they invite people to a call, Um, like the 10 people who went through their funnel and they're like, well, I have to change my landing page and I have to change my freebie and it's not working. No, right? Like 90% of the time you spend in your business is going to be being with your people, getting their attention and bringing them back to your funnel. And then there's a smaller portion where you're going to be like, oh, these are my selling methods. Where can I improve them? Because eventually, once you kind of have that data, you're going to add another selling method like in-person networking, or maybe that's what you do to begin with, right? You get to pick. Or um, what's another selling method? Like doing trainings, webinars, live things, right? Whatever those are. Those are just different selling methods. But you have to be careful, right? Because when you set up your business, you're choosing the pieces, And more pieces to the puzzle, right? Adding webinars right away, adding, um, I don't know, just like tons of ways where you find your people rather than just a few. All of those pieces have then confused you. Whereas when you're like, here are the three ways that I sell. Here are the three places or two places that I go to build my audience. And then... When you aren't getting the results you want, you know, okay, great. Like this isn't working. I need to get better at this. I need to problem solve here. And so it keeps you focused on where to be to actually get more of the results you want. Because getting the results you want, even hitting goals, it isn't a light switch. It's not like I did the magical things and now I have the result. It's more like, I kept looking at where I'm at and then I kept remembering where I want to go and then I just kept making adjustments into it. Or, right, if we think about using our mind with this, it's like I kept like imagining the end result and pulling all the ways that I could create that in my life now, how I could match those up to the best of my ability, right? So just a slightly weirder way to make it sound, but also how it works. So those are the three parts of setting up your business. You will have a business set up and rather ready to sell, market, and give you data, right? Build an audience with those three pieces. An offer you love, an automated funnel that creates desire for your offer, <clears throat> and the pieces that you use, right? Your selling methods and how you build your audience. Just deciding what those pieces are so that when you have a strategy, you know only you're only using those pieces, okay? So the second part, right? Like once we set up our business, the only thing left to do is run it. Now, you're gonna spend 90% of your time running your business. Once your business is set up, like you're just running it now. So what do I mean? What are the three parts to running a business that's been set up like this? The first one, and this is in no order, of course, is developing your mind for your goals. So if you've been in my space, you know I'm going to bring mindset into this. And what I love more than ever is that now, like I have a structure to teach coaches and say, here are the tangible pieces you put in place. Because once you have these pieces in place, managing and developing your mind, it's like, it's just so much easier, right? 
and it's still going to be hard, but this is like one piece of running your business. You're going to clean up your mind and you're going to develop it for your future goals. So when you think about what kind of business do I want to run, it doesn't mean that's going to match today, but it does mean that you're going to start developing habits and skills and ways of thinking and ways of looking at what you're doing now and like getting everything you want from it for that future business. So when we think about this in a a tangible way, so often I see coaches ready to just like run through one-on-one coaching so that they can get to group or selling a program or a course or a membership. But when you are thinking about like, oh yeah, this is the business I want. This is the goals I want to achieve. And you're not trying to make them today, but you're just like, that's what I'm creating. You can sell one-on-one coaching and you can ask yourself, like based on like I'm selling coaching, what do I need to get? What do I want to get from one-on-one coaching that gets me closer and prepares me to have that business? And when I think about that, the answer are things like I want money, right? I want to, I want to make money to like sustain it until then. I want to validate who I'm speaking to and like the result that I help them get, right? And you're going to get that by one-on-one coaching. I want to practice identifying like what are the things that people most commonly say? You're going to hear it in consults. And like that's going to be part of like, yeah, when I get there, I'm going to already know this. But the reason I'm going to know it is because I do those consults. It's not because I know what to say ahead of time. It's that on every consult, they tell me the words, It might be that you want to build your skill coaching. It might be that you want to develop a process that you use in your future things you sell and you're going to develop it in your one-on-one coaching. It could be that you want to use one-on-one coaching to build your skill marketing and selling so that in the future you have enough desire, enough people who want to work with you to sell something different, right? You maybe want to build your skill using different audience building methods So that in the future, you can use them on a bigger scale, right? So to run your business, one of the things you're going to do is develop your mind for your goal. This is cleaning it up, but it's also intentional thinking and like becoming a person who has that result. The second piece you're going to use to run your business is you're going to grow your audience. So when we think about the business we set up, Everything you do to go out and be with your people, you're going to lead them back to your freebie. And you should love your freebie so much that it's like you can't wait to tell them about it. And by loving that so much, it automatically like helps them go into what you also love, which is your paid offer. So you're just giving them something for free and you're using that to grow your audience and get data. But you're growing your audience now. So if you choose to show up on social media, for example, like you're not just there to entertain or to talk to your, your objective is to bring them into your funnel. That's the only way, you know, I'm speaking to my people and my words are effective because they want the next piece of working with me because your free content is great, but it's never going to be as great as your freebie, right? You want to think about this in like stacks, your free content is great, but your freebie is like amazing and so much more helpful for your person. And then your paid offer is like significantly more helpful and like specific for your person. So you're just kind of leading them through where you help them more. So 
like the majority of your time is going to be spent being with your people and growing your audience. And then the last part of what you're going to do to run your business is you're going to use the data to adjust and problem solve. Now, you might say, where do we put sales in here? I mean, growing your audience is selling. There's going to be a mixture of those things always happening. Um, But the third part, right, you're just, you're going to use your data, you're going to adjust, and you're going to problem solve, right? You're not going to spend your time in your funnel changing things. You're not going to spend your time, like, changing what your consult is and how you talk about it, right? Because it doesn't matter. Your only objective is to sell your freebie. And so when you have enough data, then you're going to use that data to make changes. Or as you run into problems, like, right, you might say, I've been on Instagram for six months. I've been selling my freebie and 10 people have subscribed. That's a problem. No, it's not, you know, it's not like a horrible problem, but like it's a problem and you want to problem solve that. So you're going to set up your business. There are three parts to it. And then you are going to run your business and you're just going to do three things. You're going to develop your mind for your goal. You're going to grow your audience and sell. And you're going to use data to adjust and problem solve. Now, it sounds really simple, right? That's because when we think about our business and we see the structure of it, we see the pieces and parts of it and we know why they're there, that is what directs and helps your mind know what to do next. Then, right, when you choose a way to build your audience, like you're going to know, you know what, I kind of am like not doing that great at, at list building or I'm not doing great at using Instagram to actually like bring people to my funnel. You're going to then start buying in a very direct way. You're going to be like, I want to use Instagram better. I'm going to go buy that course by Shaleen Johnson probably. <laughs> and I'm going to study it and I'm going to figure out how to do that. That way, that's all my attention bringing them back to the structure of my business. And so when you buy things, right, when you're inundated with all the things people are selling you, you're going to be able to filter through it and say, hmm, yes, I do want to get better at this and I want to like buy this now, but this can wait because it's not really an immediate problem, right? I do want to work on it, but like not right now, right now, right? That is the value of seeing the bigger picture structure of your business. So take that Set up your business in those three ways, run your business in those three ways. And if you're a coach and you want help setting that business up and supporting you while you run your business and problem solve, coaching your mind, helping you make sure that all the pieces are actually what's going to help you, you want feedback with that, come and join an unconventional business school. It's a lifetime access program. I'm going to walk you through step by step how to set up your business. There is live coaching and there's also like ask a coach where you can submit and get help with all the little details. That way you're not left wondering, is this really what I need help with or am I going to be able to get help? We're going to set your business up and you're going to run it and you're just going to spend most of your time building an audience and learning how to sell in such a calmer, more strategic way. So come and join me inside of an unconventional business school if you want help with that. If not, keep listening to the podcast and I will keep helping you build your business. Have a great day. Hey, who's your business coach? If you don't have one, I'd be honored to help you grow your coaching business. I have a daily practice 
that'll help you feel powerful, focused, and comforted in the discomfort of growing your business. This mental routine will help you create any goal you're working on. Sign up for this free training at elizabethsalazarcoaching.com. Just like this podcast, it's free. I'll see you over in your inbox.